welcome to the first official episode of the Nexus Cast. We did have our pilot episode last week, but that was just to test test ourselves, test the setting that we created for ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm your host, Yokaiji, and I'm here with my co-host, who I will be interviewing. His name is... Black Lotus. Black Lotus NSX, you heard him right. So uh, this podcast, essentially, we're going to be running a few different things, just going to be exploring a lot of things we're going to be doing was it case studies we're going to be doing case studies in the future we're going to be doing interviews in the future but for this first official episode we're going to be we're going to have it be a frequently asked questions of what is the ikigai project and my co-host here black lotus nsx is the what would you call yourself of your project the creative director the so the visionary of the project i am in charge of where i see the project is going to go and where i want it to go specifically i'm also a storyboard writer that's how you say mm-hmm. for the kaimon beginning project that i'm working on right now as well uh it's going to be book one of the series but for now we're going to start somewhere so okay so you're working on this project that you have which is called the ikigai project you're writing a book which is also associated with the ikigai project right and so what what does the book have to do with the project the book is actually a small part of the whole you know idea of the project including other uh, subsidiaries that are part of the main projects what other parts of the project can we expect to see soon to start with the main central point of the project is that we are creating a new kind of social platform, a new kind of experience. And the other subsidiaries that we have is, of course, the book that I'm writing. We also have a boba shop planned as well, connected to the social platform. And we also have a game that's based on the book. And, well, we also have other creators that are going to be a part of the project as well who are who are some of these other creators and like what what part of the project will they be working on so so far we have two we have sine wave they are a music label and we also have forte athletics which is another creator based on athletics and instruments specifically yes athletics and instruments interesting choice shout out to daniel shout out to to adrian what part of um the project does a music label have to do with because i know you're writing a book social platform game are they going to be creating the music for the game or to be announced to be determined um i'm still in talks with you know adrian and there's a lot of potential with how they are going to be a big part of the project as well as well as other creators in the future and, and partners that we have. So the project you're working on has many moving parts to it to create this one central idea or what yeah. you say is an experience. Why do you choose to tackle on so many things at once rather than focus on one thing, making your baby, making it perfect? It's a good question. <laughs> so... As crazy as it may sound, you know, having all these different parts for, for the project, 
including the social platform amongst everything else. They're not going to be a separate entity, if I would say. The boba shop, the book, the game, you know, the social platform is all going to be one whole experience. What is the experience you're trying to create with all of those subsidiaries? We have the central point. The project is going to be the social platform. And to start off, we do have the book that I'm writing that is connected with the game. So the game is going to be based on the book. And without the book, the game won't work. Without the game, the social platform won't work either. In other terms, every other subsidiary part of the main project is very symbiotic with each other. So one can't work without the other. Okay, so it's not just going to be like a standalone, you know, like little cafe that has nothing to do with the book. Yeah, it's it's not going to be a separate experience. Like it's going to be more than just like a, a theme, right? They're all going to be one whole experience, yeah. So this social platform you're making, I mean, there, there's plenty out there. There's Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, used to be MySpace. <laughs> well, what's different about the social platform you're going to be making? So the difference uh, compared to every other social platform that's currently out uh, at the moment is there's a rising interest of this new kind of technology that's coming out. What is the, what's the new technology you're referencing? So the new technology is virtual reality, or in other terms, uh, VR. And then there's also a counterpart to VR, which is augmented reality. In other terms, it's also AR. So it sounds like the social platform will be in the VR or AR? It's pretty tricky, actually, but it's going to be both. So imagine the game is going to be the experience of the game is going to be in VR, set in a, in a VR world, I should say. But it's also going to be connected to an AR experience, a counterpart to the main game that's in VR. Okay, so that's yeah. the game in the VR and the AR. But where can we expect to see the social platform? You said AR VR, or is it going to be on our phones, or is it going to be somewhere else? For the social platform, we do have generationals, I guess you could say phases. We're going to start with mobile phones. Okay, I see. <clears throat> what would interest people about your social platform? You know, Instagram had the pictures. MySpace, as I referenced earlier, <laughs> had you, you could edit your page with HTML code, make it your own personalized space. Mm -hmm. So what about your social platform would pique people's interest? I believe a good answer to that is the whole novelty of this new upcoming technology that's going to be blowing up, you know, within this decade. In terms of my research, VR and AR experiences. Some people already know that Facebook, now called Meta, is trying to create that kind of experience too as well. What we're trying to do here is create a social media platform through AR and VR. So will the social platform, it will start on the mobile phone, but then soon move to virtual reality? That's correct. That's correct. Yeah. So essentially 
In terms of, of the technology right now, it is not easily accessible. Right now we have mobile phones. Not a lot of people have VR headsets, AR glasses. Those things are like $5,000 per unit. So in terms of the consumer, mobile phones is the best bet at the moment, yes. So since you're tackling so many different avenues, you have so many subsidiaries and they're all symbiotic within each other. Where are you drawing inspiration from? Like from the boba shop, are you drawing it from a specific company and you want to... I think it has to do with like a lot of the experiences and the interests I obtained over the course of my life. Actually, one of the biggest inspirations I currently, you know, I'm inspired by is, you know, Walt Disney and how, you know, he was brought up, how everything came to be, Nikola Tesla and his inventions and his purpose in that Walt Disney too and, and his purpose in that too and all his work so you bring up Walt Disney and Tesla would you say that you essentially are creating this for the same purpose that they created their Disney company Tesla he not discovered electricity but he developed it right yes would you say you, you're creating this for the same purpose as they are? That's correct, yes. And what purpose is that? So the purpose that I found on working on the project is the problems of social media today. I found my purpose in trying to make a, a system that could help people. So since you're trying to tackle like so many things on at one time, it sounds like a very difficult project. It's difficult, yes. That's, that's true. What is, what is the thing that motivates you to do this? Or like, what is the driving force behind all of this? Over the years, I've been, you know, doing research on this technology uh, way before it blew up. Just everything that I've experienced throughout my life in terms of society and what it gave me, my social experiences as well. Is there like many things There's many, that yeah, there's like a lot of different avenues that's motivating me to, to work on this project because I, I believe it's very important that I work on a project like this. I know it will help a lot of people, a lot of kids, a lot of you know young adults that are trying to find their passion. So you want to help kids nowadays find their own passion. Is there mm. something about you growing up, nothing helping you find your passion? Or did you just want to help guide people, create these little steps to help them guide them through life? That's correct, yes. That's what I'm trying to get at. But it's not exclusively just for the demographic of children. You know, also young adults, you know, teens, even adults who are still struggling to find their passion, their reason for being. Hmm. The reason why they wake up in the morning, um, their calling. Something that makes them feel excited about life. And there's more to it for the reason why people don't 
you know, pursue in their passions these days. Would you want to elaborate on people not pursuing their passions or you want to save that for another time, different podcast? Definitely what I could say for now is it does have to do, well, a big part of it has to do with how society is. The actions and things that people say to each other. You know, it's, it's very... It's different nowadays. It's very difficult to to focus on something that you love to do instead of it being about bragging rights, competition, comparison and contrasting. A lot of negativity nowadays. Yeah. That is a really important topic to touch upon. Yeah. But I mean as as someone a part of this society that we live in this reality i am glad that somebody else is aware of this fact and wants to see change in the world i appreciate that so <clears throat> with all of these you're working on the book you're working on the boba shop you're working on the ar vr game is there a roadmap or a timeline that you have set in stone yet or soon to be determined so I've advertised a couple of things online on my socials and to the ones who actually looked at it, <laughs> shout out to y'all. I'm releasing the, the first book on uh, summer 2023. It's going to be next year and we are going to be starting from there. As time goes by, I will be dropping the website. We'll showcase more information there on the website when I... When I finish the website, yeah. <laughs> so, are you working on all of this yourself, or uh, you mentioned earlier that you're collaborating with Sinewave and Forte Athletics? Yes. Um, but essentially, is everything else being worked on by solely you? That's correct. Yes. Mainly for the VR and AR game, the social platform. You know, I do have my business partner. We're going to be working on that. The Boba Shop idea is also with my business partner. The book I am writing solely by myself. And honestly, the, the whole vision with this whole thing, the majority of the idea, I've been thinking about this, yes, for a long time. I'm sure with the reasons behind all of this, behind the whole project, there would be a lot of people willing to work with you on this. I, I do hope so. It'll be amazing, actually, to have passionate people who see the potential with this project that we work together huge huge plan just making this project become afloat you know no, yeah hopefully you can get plenty of people helping you on this speed it along yeah. so that way maybe cut that decade in like half that would be amazing actually yeah you can have specific people overlooking certain parts of your project that's true but soon see what comes of that it's gotta start somewhere you know so you mentioned your business partner earlier and how he's helping you he's one of the people helping you how did you how did you meet him what's the story behind him he is the first one to to help me with a project and you know i think without him you know activating that thought on my head that there's something greater 
of, of a greater purpose for my reasoning to work on this project it was because of them so shout out to you salty that's your alias all love bro you said that he brought out a greater purpose in you he did yes is is that something you want to do with your project you want to bring out a greater purpose in all the people that associate with your experience definitely you know the people who work with me with the project you know our our users for the social platform the whole experience essentially everyone you know honestly everyone who's watching and uh following me through the uh the process of the project yeah that's who it's for what kind of what kind of emotions feelings are you trying to convey with the experience that you're trying to create euphoria novelty a great feeling you know it makes them feel good about life nothing about all the negativity it's about community family friendship trust in oneself a lot of things that help each individual to find their passion and, and purpose in life are there any prior experiences you've had that correlate with any of those emotions of connection community trust euphoria novelty what kind of things can you touch on my experiences right mm -hmm. well everything that has become how it is now for me especially for the project it basically comes from failure not all entirely solely failure more so the experiences that I've had to go through in tough times and information that I've researched throughout the years I think I started doing this whole research thing since like 20 2015 and everything came around full circle from that you know my my interest in how things work or let's just say if things failed why did it fail how do I make things better how do I help people not make the same mistake or let's just say they've made the mistake how will they overcome it and not go down like the wrong path or go down like a destructive nature you know that's interesting because in this negative negative society that's we're surrounded with nowadays people have different reactions to it yeah some people just like give up some people become the person that they swore they would never be mm -hmm. and you're choosing to convert all this negative energy that you're absorbing into a more positive energy What do you think adds to your personality of wanting to turn that negative energy into positive influence? Like, was it people that you grew up with? People 
you mentioned earlier Walt Disney, Tesla. I imagine you didn't learn about them until like late, later, much later in your life. What about as a kid? Like, who helped shape you are, who you are today? One of the biggest things in my childhood that shaped me who I am today was different kinds of social interaction in, in video games. I love and enjoy, and I grew up with MMORPGs. I also, if some of you guys know, in the early stages of Facebook, they had this game, this social game called Our World. And I made so many friends on there. You know, it was like a little, not an escape, but just another place to, to explore and talk to people, socialize, play games with them. And, you know, I also played this game, Fusion Fall is another MMORPG um, during my childhood, back in like 2008. And it was solely because of the adventure and the social aspects of the, of the game that kind of shaped my interest in creating a new kind of experience, something like that. You know, something fun, not just video games in the past. I think it was also like adventure movies. And actually, when I was a little bit younger, I, I've also watched documentaries on how movies were made. Something about, you know, more information about Walt Disney and then game developers and how they made their games, too. When I was a kid, too, I was pretty interested in how things worked and how it was made, you know. You mentioned a movie, yeah. and you're also working on a book and a VR game, AR game, a boba shop. Can we expect to see a movie of the based off of the book? You can expect to see some cinematics. I think you know when the budget goes up soon, one day we'll be able to make actually a, a full feature length movie, an animated series based on the characters. Um, shout out to all the voice actors out there. I don't know why I said that, but no, y'all I mean, make the experience really, really, you know, great. Yep. Voice acting is incredibly hard. Being able to convey the way you're feeling yeah. with just the expression of your voice. Yeah. That's, that's truly talent. Same thing with singing. Oh yeah. Singers. Hey, Chung-Ha. <laughs> <laughs> I love Chung-Ha. One day on the show, maybe. Soon. We will. Soon soon maybe within a couple of years we're gonna be seeing her ahead in the clouds ahead in the clouds we'll be seeing chunga soon i'm so excited hell we're yeah. talking about this on the pilot episode on the pilot episode <laughs> hell yeah we're just so excited to see chunga <laughs> just chunga no, like no one else no uh, kidding i mean there's also rich brian rich brian a isn't ph1 gonna be there too uh no i don't think so oh but it would be would have been so amazing dpr was last year dpr live mm -hmm. dpr ian i think I don't even yeah, DPR, yeah. I think, yeah, there you go. They were there too. I mean, hopefully Joji's going to be there too, actually. He's, he's DPR really Yoon is really impressive. He's he's a director, songwriter, he's a singer, yeah. he's an actor. He's he's literally doing it all. All of those. And you're trying to do it all too. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Maybe you could reach out to DPR and see how he... Hey, if we have him featured on our projects... Maybe on the on the podcast if he's on here, that'd be amazing. Soon to have Chung Ha and DPR Ian on the podcast. Maybe like all of 88 Rising, you know what I'm saying? 
Oh yeah, we could have a uh, yo Sean. Sean. <laughs> oh, I gotta tell you about Sean though. So he's the the founder of Idiot Rising. So I actually to add on from like my inspiration, um, I I was inspired by him too as well and, and his work and how Idiot Rising came to be, and yeah, like shout out to Sean, shout out to to all his um his partners as well uh, to to make Idiot Rising a thing, you know. Doing great work for the community, for the Asian American community, representation, and I think it's really inspirational about that, the whole thing, how it played out. Sean is truly an inspiration to Asian Americans, and he's brought a lot of figures to also ins mo inspire even more. They brought Chunga all the way here too, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Some would say Sean is the only reason we're seeing <laughs> Sean. For real, for real, for real. We can't have that on the podcast. I'm only joking, I'm joking. But, um, yeah, that's, we're reaching the end of our time limit here. Are there any uh, closing remarks you'd like to say? Anything you want the listeners to know, to keep in mind for their days to come? Keep an eye out for any updates of the project. You know, I know we, we're just talking about a few things here on, on this episode. Um, we will be able to talk more about the project in future episodes. We may also have some other guests, you know, hop on here too as well. You know, we'll have uh, Salty on, on here, my business partner. So where, where can people find those those updates on your project? So the first major like outlet that's public right now is the actual Instagram page for the iExpo company. The at is ikigai.expo. It's spelled I-K-I-G-A-I dot E-X-P-O. Uh, you'll see future updates for the whole project there. All right. Appreciate everybody listening, sitting through this podcast, joining us here, this conversation, learning a bit more about what is the Ikigai project. Mm -hmm. I'm your host, Yokaiju, with my co-host. Black Lotus NSX. And, uh... Thank you for joining us. Hope Thank to see you, you on the next one. I appreciate it. Signing off. Signing off.